Yo, can you get Metalhead to clean up his bedroom for Pete's sake? I'm like, oh man, I can smell it over here. Yeah, what? Mercer? Nah, I haven't, I haven't seen Mercer in a while. Uh, last I heard, he was going to meet somebody named Taurus. Nah, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Yo. Me? Well, I'm the Rap Viper. Ha! Superbly trained to podcast on your ears, pumping straight to your vein, Cobra for life. You know my whole entire purpose is flipping out more than the Arbco Brothers Circus. Short circuits, bats to the technos, for every Viper, arrows to sectos, yes, yo. And I never get tired of making listening fun without a tripwire with the deep cuts for your tracks like a hiss too. Heat seeking rhymes, beats never miss you. And this weekend we're back on the island in the ass. I got every snake smiling, no denying style with a meme mug sting like a sea ray make you see slugs cobra state of mind mics in control marching to the beat of my python patrol yeah i never spit blanks play me from the fangs to the bugs to the hiss tanks and the hiss tank threes and all of them the mark twos play play me play me to the to the maggots with the bugs and the and the worms you know what i'm saying yo yo this is uh, this is Rap Viper, aka Word Burglar, coming to you live from the Word Burglar on Cobra Island. Weekend at Burgies, episode forty, inside Cobra Island, part four. We are continuing this ongoing series, diving deep into my album, Welcome to Cobra Island, and thank you so much for tuning in once again. Today we're talking about a song. Uh, that I really had a lot of fun making, and it's uh, it's going to be really fun to talk about today. Rap Viper, produced by the great Mr. E, featuring cuts by More or Less, and uh, raps by yours truly. Wow, thank you for tuning in once again. And I got to tell you, I don't even know where to start with this one, because... There's a lot I could say. <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of interviews about Rap Viper and I uh, talked to ma- many of you about it. And uh, I keep coming back to the one reason why I made this song. It really boils down to good memories. You know, I had good memories playing with these toys as a kid. I had good memories reading the comics, coming up with my own adventures, just exploring uh, your imagination and creativity and, and just thinking about this world uh, probably more uh, than, uh, than was healthy. <laughs> um, but, you know, one thing as a kid, reading G.I. Joe comics, watching G.I. Joe cartoons and playing with G.I. Joe toys... It, you would notice there'd be certain inconsistencies, right? The comics were different from the cartoons and, and you know, the toys, some of the toys never showed up in the cartoon or in the comics. And you, you basically had to create your own world in, in your mind, which I loved to do. And, uh, and I always used to pick and choose sort of my favorite parts of all the different aspects of the, the GI Joe continuities. And, and really that's, how Rap Viper, uh, you know, the idea of Rap Viper started because I wanted to, I wanted to create a character that could just basically be my vehicle to talk about all the stuff I loved about the G.I. Joe and Cobra universe. And that included everything, the cartoons, the toys, the comics, 
little obscure things, even maybe hints of the movie, like throw some stuff in there, right? And I've talked about it before of how Welcome to Cobra Island, the whole album, I wanted to incorporate all those things. And I think it really boils down to this song where creating a character who existed in this world that was a combination of all these universes where Rap Viper grew up on Cobra Island. He was the son of an actual televiper and an Arbco, which is a, a Cobra employee, an Arbco uh, employee, and grew up on Cobra Island, was that kid, was, you know, my age. And, you know, how old was I, you know, when Cobra was was doing all their 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 world domination things, you know, if I was like six or seven years old, or, you, you know, Billy, who was Cobra Commander's son, that would have been a, uh, a contemporary of mine. So I wanted to, you know, looking up to to Billy in the comics, you'd be like, okay, here's this kid who's in Cobra. Uh, but who are the other kids? There had to be other kids there, right? And, and certainly growing up in the 80s, like I did, there certainly would have been a kid who, who was into rap, especially growing up on Cobra Island, surrounded by all these different characters and, uh, and things that could inspire some storytelling so you know it, it all comes back to the good memories i had imagining that you know cobra and life on cobra island and and how i could be a part of that world i mean that's that's what rap viper is right so i wanted to create an actual character that could really fit into the gi joe mythology and that would make sense right looking at that original 14 year run of a real american hero and then all the stuff that came later like i I really wanted to make sure that anything Rap Viper rapped about was actually, like, factually correct. Like, you could find a reference to it, and it would be like, yeah, this is real. This really happened. You know, some people deny the existence of Cobra La. Well, in this world, Cobra La existed. Some people deny the existence of Headman and uh, the Drug Elimination Force. Well, in this world, they existed, right? So really just picking and choosing all my favorite stuff, just like you would be playing with action figures. And uh, of course, Rap Viper is really special to me for a lot of reasons. You know, I think by now you know that... Uh, you know, I've, I've been talking about this. It's almost been 10 years. And Rap Viper was really the first song. Like, I wanted to do a One Snake Eyes song, and I wanted to do this Rap Viper song. And I toyed with doing uh, an art Viper or uh, like a design Viper. And uh, I, I had a bunch of these different ideas. But Rap Viper made sense to me for a lot of reasons, obviously. Because if I was in Cobra, you know, I'd be rapping. And, uh, you know, literally, I mean, Rap Viper is me, okay? <laughs> there's, you know, that's, that's we, are, we are the same. And there's another reality, a world's without end. Rap Viper is real somewhere. Uh, but really, Rap Viper could have very well been an action figure. If you look at the line of a real American hero, G.I. Joe figures from, uh, you know, the full 14-year run... There's a lot of different Vipers, and they got really creative sometimes. So the fact that there wasn't a rap Viper, it was kind of crazy to me that they never made this figure. You know, you, you do have uh, um, characters who are, 
influenced by rock and roll or heavy metal, all these other things. So why not rap, you know? And obviously, yes, if Hasbro called me up and wanted to make this figure, I would be all over that. But uh, still haven't gotten the call, you know? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's a tale for another day. A big, a really cool thing about this song, too, is it just introduced me to a whole bunch of new people. Uh, over the years, I've had people reach out to me, you know, people who have become my friends, mainly because of hearing this song or seeing the video and then sharing a mutual connection uh, with this stuff. And, and it's always great to hear from, from people who get where I'm coming from because really this song was for me. It was for me and a few of my friends who I, I knew would get these references. I knew it was a lot of deep cut stuff. I really didn't think it would reach outside of sort of my core group of friends, really. Like it, it, the fact that a lot of strangers have heard this song now. It, it means a lot to me because it, it's definitely some inside baseball, some inside Cobra Island uh, stuff. Speaking of inside, then, let's just get uh, inside the lyrics of Rap Viper, produced by Mr. E, okay? Let's not let that go unmentioned. Mr. E, what a phenomenal beat. Uh... I've known Mr. E for years. We've worked on many different tracks before. And when I was, again, when I was assembling the album and reaching out to different producers, he was definitely a producer that I, I wanted to work with. I knew that uh, his sensibilities for the type of, of beats I was looking for would be perfect. Definitely wanted something like hard hitting uh, and that could really play up the sample. And I think I... This was the only sample I sent him because I heard this and I was like, I could, I think Mr. E could really mess with this sample. So I, uh, I got that in his ears and of course he cranked this out and it was just, again, this beat went beyond all my expectations, blew me away. It, he exactly like took the sample and played with it in the way that like exactly I was looking for, giving it that like 90s hip hop boom bap feel while staying true to the source material where you hear it and if you're like, oh, okay, this is definitely evocative of Cobra, uh, but definitely can just stand alone as an incredible rap beat. And, uh, you know, Rap Viper would settle for no less. And uh, Mystery has, uh, he's got a, a lot of different projects out there, like more or less than I have worked with him. Uh, a lot of different beats out there. You haven't heard the last of him uh, on Rhyme Your Business recently and the MacGuffin device. There's a few beats by Mr. E, uh, Input Blitz, the video game track with Mega Ran and I, as well as uh, Versonality from Rhyme Your Business. And uh, there's a great jam called Leftorium from my homie Chokulis' album that Mr. E produced where uh, it's all left-handed rappers rapping over just this incredible beat. So check out that Leftorium if you want to hear a great Mr. E beat. And uh, and yeah, I'm left-handed, so I, I rap on that. So Rap Viper is also left-handed. There you go. <laughs> There's some inside, inside info. Let's hop into the lyrics. Rap Viper, superbly trained to drop dimes on your mind as I'm scanning your brain, Cobra for life. My parents met at the Terradrome, Braca Beach Boardwalk, that there's my home. 
So Broca Beach, Broca Beach, depending on your pronunciation. I know I've mentioned that before. I always read it as Broca Beach in my head, so I will forever say Broca Beach. I imagine this is where Rap Viper hung out. You know, he grew up, he was a teenager getting into trouble on Broca Beach. Uh, even he was a kid walking there, going there with his parents when they were on vacation, you know. Or maybe his parents met there and uh, they got uh, they got married there right on the beach. Uh, that That's a whole other story, which <laughs> I've actually thought about. I actually have a bit of a backstory in mind. I always imagined, you know... It, Rap Viper's mom was a televiper. True story, my mom worked in a call center, so there you go. Maybe there's a connection there. And Rap Viper's dad was working for Arbco. He'd make deliveries to the televiper call center. They got to meet each other, you know. He'd go off on trips, do different things. He'd have to work for Arbco Brothers Circus or deliver things to the Cobra Consulate building or whatever various tasks the Arbco employees had to do. And, uh, you know, he's a hard-working, blue-collar Arbco employee. And uh, I just imagine that, you know, he'd call up and the, the Televiper call center and try and get a get a date with uh, with Rap Viper's mom. And, you know, eventually they had little baby Rap Viper and then they'd want to go to Broca Beach for a night out or something. And uh, they, they'd get Wild Weasel to babysit. <laughs> this is all uh, all the backstory that I've I've it's all there when once the Rap Viper graphic novel when we finally get to that we, it will all be explained. Dad worked at Arbco, mom was a televiper, was flying rattlers when you could still smell my diapers. The Cobra Rattler, of course, that's what Wild Weasel pilots, for those of you uh, who weren't familiar with that character. I had a Cobra Rattler as a kid. I, I don't have my original Cobra Rattler anymore. In fact, I am sad to report I don't even currently own any Cobra Rattler. So if, if anybody's got uh, a used one that they uh, might want to trade me for something, I'd be totally into that because uh, I love the Rattler so much. My mom got it for me for Christmas one year, and I think she bought it at the Lawton's Drugstore, which was uh, a drugstore chain in Nova Scotia where I grew up. And I remember seeing it there one day when we were in Lawton's and uh, just drooling over it and thinking it was so awesome and epic. And it was just, you know, the wings could could turn and Wild Weasel was such an awesome looking pilot, just a, just a great vehicle. And then you had like that second, you had the little turret in the back so you could actually have another guy in the plane. And uh, I always liked it better than the Sky Striker, which was the G.I. Joe jet, which is also an amazing vehicle. I never had a Sky Striker, but uh, I really wanted that rather. And I did get it for Christmas uh, from Santa, a.k.a. probably someone at Lawton's hooked up my mom with that. But, uh, yeah, I love that Rattler. What a what a great vehicle. So, of course, I had to shout out the Rattler in a song. And uh, and I got to drive one. I got to fly one in the, in the music video by my pals Adam and Bob from 3AM Design. I mean, the music video, that's a whole other story, like how we got... Wow, I, I still can't believe we, that video got made. Uh, we did shoot a lot of it on a green screen, but we did have props. My pal Sean Hatton played Cobra Commander and the Cobra Officer. More or less, of course, did the cuts, uh, all the scratches on the song. And uh, and in the video that Sean Hatton in his Cobra Commander outfit 
DJing and like big shouts to Sean for coming through. Wow. And you'll notice in the video too, we got all these cool little printouts of like, kind of like the file card photos of Dr. Venom and Galobulus. And we've got like the Cobra playing pieces on the, the board. It's kind of a throwback to the Sunbow cartoons when Cobra Commander would, would plot out all the pieces. And in the comic books, you'd see like on some of the covers, like Cobra Commander would have like these chess pieces made representing all the different characters and, uh, wow, that video was just a lot of fun. I, I, I'm flying a Rattler and a Mamba in that. And there's his tank. And um, yeah, so big shout out to Bob and Adam who helped me make that video. I've, I've worked on a few videos with them, including one called Heatwave with Backburner. So if you haven't seen that video, that's uh, the same crew made that video. You might notice a similar style. Lyrical Sniper delivered without obstacle by Dr. Venom at Cobra Island Hospital. Dr. Venom, that's a character from the Marvel comics who met his untimely demise early on in the comic book series, but his presence was felt later on. He created the brainwave scanner, which many other uh, people would, would use years later and uh, be subjected to. And uh, Dr. Venom was a comic book only character, but eventually got a figure made through the G.I. Joe Club. And uh, Dr. Archibald uh, Venom was his name, or I, I think it was Monev. Archibald Monev was, was his real name, which coincidentally, if you spelled Monev backwards, it was Venom. <laughs> Archie Monev, born to be an evil snake-themed doctor. Uh, so Dr. Venom was, of course, the doctor who would have delivered Rap Viper at Cobra Island Hospital. Diabolical, my style's deadly like Galobulus. Galobulus, the leader, ruler of Cobra La. Speakers on my back, me and rap are synonymous. They're the same thing. Major Blood got me into writing poetry, riding hydrofoils when the eels used to flow with me. Major Blood... According to his original character bio, was a poet. And you'll note that his poetry book is on the cover of Welcome to Cobra Island. If you look very closely, you can see that. It's a fun little Easter egg that you can read on the vinyl. It's easier to see, uh, like a pawn shop gun by Major Blood. That's his book of poetry. And it's sitting in the back of the raft that Rap Viper is piloting on the cover of Welcome to Cobra Island. So go back and, uh, and check that out if you haven't caught that before. The Hydrofoil was an amazing Cobra vehicle. I didn't have one, but I know more or less had one. And he talks about his Cobra Hydrofoil a lot. And uh, it, it was pretty sweet. Uh, the eels used to flow with me, of course. Flow, water, the eels are the underwater Cobra troops. <laughs> and uh, I had an eel as a kid. They were great action figures. And I've got some, I've got some more recent eels. I'd like to see... I'd like to see those done in the new style, the classified figures. And now they know it's me every single place I go rallying the troops getting played on Cobra Radio. That speaks to really what one of Rap Viper's specialties is, troop rallying, right? Uh, in a lot of ways, I thought of Rap Viper, like what his specialty would be, of course, other than rhyme very freshly. Propaganda, right? That's a big part of uh, of 
war tactics. Uh, so propaganda messaging, troop rallying, you know, Rap Viper is there. Rap Viper was probably helping uh, create campaigns to rally the troops and and get, uh, you know, any, you know, if there were big events, getting people together, or if there's messages that need to be done, you know, Cobra is a big operation. There's a lot of things going on. So I'm sure Rap Viper's skills came in handy in many different ways. Um, but definitely all the... Uh, you know, all the Cobra vehicles, they were 80s vehicles, so you know they had cassette decks. So that's a, that's a sure thing that Rap Viper tapes were getting played all across Cobra, uh, the Cobra radio stations, <laughs> like on the radio and all their vehicles and in their tape decks. <laughs> Do I overthink this? I don't think so. It's fun. Sonic Fighter, my primary specialty is that I rhyme very freshly. The Sonic Fighters are a subset of the G.I. Joe action figure line, and I figured if Rap Viper came out as a real figure, he would be part of the Sonic Fighters line. And these toys came with backpacks that would have sound effects, and some of them had, like, battle command sayings and things like that. So, of course, Rap Viper would have some raps coming out of his backpack. So, again, if Hasbro ever does get in touch with me, we've got to get that Sonic Fighter backpack that can play the jam. I mean, that'd be, that'd be a dream for me. Um, my primary specialty is that I rhyme very freshly, <laughs> which is, you know, that's, that sums it up, right? Rap Viper's secondary specialty, for those who may have read the Rap Viper trading card, the secondary specialty is impressing every enemy which sort of has the same rhyming structure. It's a bit of a slant rhyme, like just kind of forcing it, like primary specialty rhyme very freshly, secondary specialty impressing every enemy. That's kind of how I thought of it as, and just uh, obviously a fun nod, but it, it, in, in actual fact, it would be, you know, some kind of propaganda or troop rallying, troop motivator. Here's the chorus, Rap Viper, never spit blanks, play me from the fangs to the bugs to the hiss tanks. Of course, the fangs are the, uh, they're helicopters, so play them from the air to the bugs, which are amphibious operations, the water, uh, you know, from air to water, air to sea, to the hiss tanks, to the land, right? So I wanted one major vehicle that I was a fan of to represent land, sea, and air. A little throwback to, of course, the G.I. Joe theme song, Fighting for Freedom Over Land and Sea and Air. But uh, Cobra is also there. <laughs> Springfield to the Cobra Citadel. Cobra Citadel and Springfield are both major locations in the comic books. Uh, across the globe, and you know that I give them hell. Rap Viper, never spit blanks. Play me from the fangs to the bugs to the hiss tanks. Cold Slither in the Cobra Citadel around the globe, and you know I give them hell. Cold Slither, again, if you check the cover to Welcome to Cobra Island, you'll see a Cold Slither vinyl 12-inch in Rap Viper's little crate that he brings with him on his special mission. Of course, he's got to bring a crate of records with him. <laughs> and Cold Slither is the infamous band uh, fronted by Zartan and the Dreadnoughts on the old G.I. Joe cartoon. It's a really fun episode. Go check it out if you've never caught that. Cold Slither, yeah, you'll be joining us soon. A bunch of vipers singing a tune. It's, it's a good jam. I got to talk to my pals in Cybertronic Spree. We got we to gotta cover that, I think. 
Um, okay, and now we're on a verse two. As a Cobra youth with my best friend Billy used to bug Crystal Ball, always thought he was silly. My best friend Billy, of course, we talked about Billy a little earlier. That's Cobra Commander's son. Yes, he had a son, for those who don't know. And uh, his name was Billy. And it's uh, Billy's saga it plays out uh, beautifully in the Marvel Comics run. Uh, and then uh, comes to a bit of an unjust end, I think, later on. Used to bug Crystal Ball, Crystal Ball, <laughs> the the mystic, an often maligned and dissed member of Cobra by fan community and a lot of people. But I always liked Co Crystal Ball. Uh, the rumor was that Stephen King's son wrote the file card or Stephen King wrote the file card. And I'm not sure if that is uh, Joe Hill, who, of course, wrote lock and key among many other things but lock and key is an amazing comic book and uh has a netflix series now um but the rumor was that stephen king's son was a huge gi joe fan and either stephen king wrote that file card or created the character with his son and it's one of the few original file cards that larry hama did not write uh, at least that is what I have always believed to be the case. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can let me know. But uh, Crystal Ball came with a, a little holographic shield. And um, and he flew the Cobra Jetpack, which was one of those small Cobra vehicles. And I, I had that. They'd have like these cheaper, lower-priced vehicles, just like the raft, on like the night landing raft on that's on the cover welcome to cobra island there was this jet pack and it was this kind of maroon jet pack and it was kind of the same price point every year there'd be new gi joe toys there was always like a, a lower priced toy that everybody could get and they were always cool to get because then you would get a little catalog and it would show you all the other toys upcoming so even if i didn't like that little vehicle they were so cheap i wanted to get one just so i could at least get the catalog and see all the new figures coming out because you didn't have the internet to go see all the upcoming toys so you really want to get one of those new cobra gi joe catalogs and uh i hope some of you know what i'm talking about i i, I bet you do <laughs> back when big boa taught me how to box in between swimming laps with croc master's crocs now big boa and croc master again two more wild crazy cobra villains but i'm actually big fans of both of those characters big boa the cobra trainer who, again, was rumored to be a retooled version of a Rocky Balboa figure. Boa, big boy, Balboa, you see what they did there? Uh, when they lost the license to making Rocky action a Rocky action figure, he was going to join G.I. Joe and then got pulled at the last minute um, because there was a Rambo toy line, and I don't think Hasbro liked Stallone trying to double dip. So I, the rumor was they had the figure partially designed, and then they just retooled the figure design and, and threw a crazy helmet on him and made him Big Boa the boxer. Um, I'm not sure how much of that is actual fact or just legend or myth, but uh, it seems, seems feasible. Um, but Big Bo is a great action figure and came with boxing gloves and uh, it made sense, right? These Cobras got to get trained. Uh, and Croc Master, who doesn't want a crocodile? Especially when you're a kid. An evil guy who comes with a crocodile? Amazing. This is one of my favorite Cobras of all time. Croc Master. Go read the IDW Croc Master comics. Those were amazing in the Cobra series. 
I was stealing pops from the dreadnoughts, getting dirtier than Shadow Tracker's dreadlocks. Stealing pops from the dreadnoughts, soda pops, grape soda, what the dreadnoughts love to drink. Uh, Shadow Tracker's dreadlocks. Shadow Tracker is probably the most modern name drop on this song. Shadow Tracker was part of the Cobra, Pursuit of Cobra action figure line. And I just thought was an amazing original new Cobra character. Love the design, love the action figure. And uh, it was kind of like an open, a blank slate in terms of a character because we, we didn't really see this character before. There was no comics or cartoons of this character. So I, uh, but I love that Shadow Tracker was kind of always there around in the Cobras. We just didn't see him yet uh, until he got a figure in like the 2000, I want to say 2010, 11, 12. I'm not sure. He was pretty new when uh, when I recorded this song. Um, but that Shadow Tracker, go check him out. Cool figure. If you can find one, I recommend it. And when it gets hot, ammo's bursting. Throw in my words and chill like snow serpents. Snow serpents. Amazing. Dope servant, like Headman in a drugstore. Yes, Headman is real. He's the Cobra drug dealer. Uh, once got busy in the back of a buzz bore. This is a, uh, a throwback to a few things. We're talking about cheap Cobra vehicles. The buzz bore was another one of those cheap Cobra vehicles that just about every kid I knew had one of these, myself included. And the on the box art, there's a viper there, and the the shield door is is kind of open, like this blast door. It's kind of half open, and you you see this viper like he's like lying down in, in the way the seat is, and uh, you know you could technically get busy in that seat. It'd be I think it'd be a little more comfortable doing it in that than uh, um, I don't <laughs> than a fang or something. <laughs> uh, although maybe the cobra asp could be a, a comfy seat as well to get busy in um, and of course a throwback to digital underground the humpty dance once got busy in a burger king bathroom uh which would be one of rap viper's favorite songs as a kid uh, he would have probably been in like grade four or five when that song came out so you know he did that lyric it, it's it's his um <laughs> it's his homage to digital underground uh again if you don't know digital underground a dope, dope hip-hop group. Go check them out. Gave Tupac his start. Once got busy in the back of a buzz bore and much more, but that's for another day. Don't need Tomax to know what your brothers say. Tomax, of course, one of the Crimson Twins with his brother, Zaymot, uh, which is uh, Tomax spelled backwards. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of characters in Cobra like to spell their names backwards. Don't need Tomax to know what your brothers say. Cobra Records put your fans on the roster. So bump my jams from your Mamba Copters, which we got to recreate in the video. There's a Mamba Copter. The Purple, a classic Cobra Purple. Uh, so many great Cobra things came in purple. <laughs> uh, the Mamba Copter is a great, great vehicle, great figure. I got mine cheap, too. I don't know what they originally retailed for, but I remember get, uh, I got one at Woolco. 
And uh, it was like my birthday and we were at Wilco and I went there and my dad was going to give me like a G.I. Joe figure or something. And they had the Mambacopters were like discounted. I, I remember it being like under 20 bucks. It might even been $14.99 at the time. And my dad was like, yeah, that's a good price. I'll get it for you. And uh, thank you, dad. And uh, <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Um, to get a Mambacopter. I guess someone at Wilco must have over-ordered on them, and they had a whole bunch. I uh, wish I could go back there now. With my modified standard-issue RTO, Radio Telecommunications uh, de- Operations Device, uh, letting every snake know where to party, yo. Yo, Rap Viper, never spit blanks. So that's the, that's the song. That's uh, the breakdown. I hope that was... Uh, was interesting a little bit. Maybe you, you got you gleaned something new from it. The Rap Viper now, um, to me, is definitely a character that I I continue to go back to. I think about a lot. You may have heard that uh, I have been working on some new songs, so uh, I will definitely say you haven't heard the last of Rap Viper on this podcast today. And uh, and if you have any questions, be sure to shoot me an email, wordberg at gmail.com or weekend at burgies at gmail.com. It's that easy, and I always love to hear from you. Thanks to all of you for checking out this series and continuing to tune into this podcast despite its sporadic release schedule. You know, I just have to pick what I'm going to work on, and I've been working hard on the new album, among other things. Bergonomic will be dropping at the end of June, and there's a whole bunch more music lined up behind that as well. So I really, really am excited to, to start getting a whole bunch of new stuff out. The MacGuffin Device Vinyl, again, thanks to everyone who supported that taking a long time because that's the state of things with vinyl but it's very much in production those of you who supported the crowdfunder for that hopefully you received a little something in the mail already we sent out a little thank you so uh, I personally mailed out a whole bunch of these little uh, things so uh, yeah hopefully you got one if you didn't get one for some reason and you supported the crowdfunder shoot me a message because I, I know a few people they did uh, receive envelopes that had been tampered with. So uh, I'm, I was sorry to hear that. Shout out Cato, who sent me a picture of uh, the envelope that got ripped open, which they included the note, but the little uh, tiny little thank you item had been removed. So not too cool, but I guess people people are trying to burgle the mail. Cobra plot? Maybe. Maybe. Listen, thanks again for tuning in. We will catch you soon. Like I say, lots of good stuff on the way. And uh, just remember, Cobra! Superbly trained to drop dimes on your mind as I'm scanning your brain. Cobra for life. My parents met at the Terradrome. Rock a beach boardwalk. That there's my home. Dad worked at Arco. Mom was a televiper. With flying rattlers when you could still smell my diapers. Lyrical sniper delivered without obstacle. By Dr. Venom at Cobra Island Hospital. Diabolical. My style's deadly like a lobulus. Speakers on my back. Me a rapper. Synonymous. Major blood got me into writing poetry. Riding hydrofoils when the eels used to flow with me. And now they know it's me. Every single place I go, rallying the troops, getting play on Cobra Radio. Sonic Fighter, my primary specialty is that I rhyme very freshly. Rap Viper, never spit blanks. Play me from the fangs to the bugs to the hiss tanks. Springfield to the Cobra Citadel. Across the globe.
strike like a cobra. Out, out on the island, bombing them seas all day. Hugs from the honeys, pound from the rough necks. Strike like a cobra. Out on the island, bombing them seas all day. Play me. 